Welcome to the Strong Sassy Single Mom Podcast. I'm Josie Smith. I'm a single mom of teens, personal growth junkie, entrepreneur and business owner, writer, creator, and coach. You don't have to be a single parent to get value out of this podcast, but if you are, I'm here to remind you that you're not alone in the journey. And I'm here to help you remind yourself who you are, to reclaim your identity, and grow your confidence as a parent, to help you with the strategies to manage your time, your finances, and your personal relationships, to help you rediscover yourself beyond the roles you've taken on, and to reconnect with yourself on a deeper level so you can create the life for yourself and for your family that you've always dreamed of. Because you deserve it. In this podcast, you'll find a combination of real, tangible strategies you can implement in your life, as well as the tools to help you navigate some of the deep inner work that needs to take place in order to take your identity and your life to the next level. We are digging into all of it. Are you ready? Let's do it. All right, guys, I may just have to make this a permanent part of my introduction, but if you listen to any of my episodes, you might know that you may hear some language in some of these episodes, and if you have small kids around and that bothers you, you might want to just pop in some headphones before we get started. Today is going to be part one of a two-part episode, or a two-part series, I guess, would be the right way to say it. I am going to get really detailed on both the strategy and the mindset around turning your dreams into real goals and then actually hitting those goals. And since I'm not Rachel Hollis or Ed Milet, I figured you might not want to listen to an hour and a half long podcast episode of me just talking. So I broke it up into two parts. You're welcome. And I have something really, really cool that I'm almost finished creating for you. And I'm super excited to tell you about it here in just a few minutes. But first, I just want to get you thinking a little bit about your goals and your dreams. Most of the time when we set goals for ourselves, we think about where we want to be a year from now. But when was the last time you thought about where you want to be in 10 years? Where you want to be 10 years from now? Maybe when you were a kid, back when people used to ask, what do you want to be when you grow up? And with the perspective of an eight-year-old, you had to think up what you wanted your life to look like when you grew up. I have mixed feelings about asking kids what they want to be when they grow up. On one hand, it's beautiful to experience the limitless imagination of kids as they think about all the different possibilities and they don't restrict themselves to the ideas of the adults around them. They want to be rock stars and firefighters and dolphin trainers and the president all at the same time. 
But at some point, they start to conform their answers to what they see around them as being practical and realistic. And that's the part I don't like. When a kid starts to feel like they have to have an actual plan for their entire adult life, because suddenly the kid who wanted to be the president while also being a dolphin trainer, firefighter, rock star, wants to be an accountant. Not that there's anything wrong with being an accountant. It's just that the magical dreams of youth are replaced with feeling like they have to be practical and realistic. And it's totally fine to be practical and realistic if that's what lights your heart on fire. But I think there are a lot more of us out here who are meant to be dreamers, who are meant to do something radical and world-changing and completely outside the box. And I think that if you've been listening to me, and if you're still here listening to me, there's a good chance that might be you. And to be honest, even if you're completely obsessed with the practical and realistic path of life, you can dream too. Your dream doesn't have to be to create a life as a dolphin trainer, firefighter, rock star, or to write books and speak on stages. You can have a dream to build the biggest, most successful accounting firm in the history of the world. I don't know. Regardless, let's go back to that childlike, free-spirited, anything-is-possible mindset for just a minute, and let's dream. Bill Gates once said, most people overestimate what they can do in one year and underestimate what they can do in 10 years. So what I want you to do today is I want you to set aside some time and really dream. If you could create whatever life you wanted to create, maybe it's practical, maybe it's magical, maybe it's both. If you could be whoever you wanted to be, if you could do whatever you wanted to do, what would your life look like 10 years from today? Who would you be? What would you do? Where would you live? Is this a dream that you've dreamed before? Maybe when you were a kid. When was the first time you ever dreamed this dream? Did you believe that it was possible then? Do you believe that it's possible now? There's two main reasons that we don't reach the goals we wish we could reach and never have the opportunity to live out the dreams we want to live out. It breaks down to number one, mindset, and number two, strategy. And I want to spend some time to help you get clarity and direction on both. I'm in the final stages of publishing a 30-day journal that has some very focused and intentional writing prompts. It has a habit tracker, a goal-setting plan. And what I wanted to do before the journal is officially published is I basically want to give it all to you for free right now in this podcast because I'm cool like that. 
So feel free to grab a pen and a notebook and take some notes because I'm literally going to go through everything in the journal. If you want to write it all down, write it all down. Or if you want to just listen, I'm going to tell you at the end how you can get a free PDF printable copy of the journal if you'd rather have it all done for you. Or if you want the physical journal, it will be available on Amazon in the very near future, which as a side note is just freaking cool to me that I'm going to have an actual physical something that I created available on Amazon. Anyway, if you are intentional about this practice, if you're honest with yourself as you go through it, as you work through the daily journaling prompts, you're going to start to feel your mindset shifting. You might be reminded of dreams you once had or find new dreams. You're going to start believing in things you never thought you could believe in or never thought you could believe in again, but it doesn't happen overnight. You can listen to all the mindset coaches you want, but you can't will yourself to change your mindset. You can't talk yourself into changing your mindset. You have to put in the soul work. You have to invest in the relationship you have with yourself, starting with simply reconnecting with yourself, who you are at a soul level, not who you are for the roles you've taken on, not not you the mom or, or you the sister or the partner or the friend, but you in all all your divine internal wisdom and the deep connection that you have with the universe. And by having these conversations with yourself in the pages of your journal, that's exactly what you're going to be doing. Intentionally investing in the relationship you have with yourself is going to be the key to developing the mindset that you need in order to utilize the strategies in a way that actually works to help you reach your goals. You can't have one without the other. You can't have the mindset without the strategy, and you can't have the strategy without the mindset. As you grow and develop in one, you'll be able to grow and develop in the other much more easily and effectively. So when you think about your life 10 years from today, Not the life you're currently working toward, but the life of your wildest dreams. What would that look like? And remember, most people tend to underestimate what they can do in 10 years. So when you imagine this life 10 years from now, don't hold back. This is the first step. Get dreaming again. Imagine whatever comes to you and don't dismiss it. Try to believe that it's possible. And open a journal or a notebook and just free write whatever you imagine, whatever comes to you, and don't hold anything back. Now, I'm going to give you a couple of strategy tools to get started. Mindset's a muscle and it takes time to develop. And while I believe it's the number one most important piece of this puzzle, it's the thing that's going to get you to the finish line, the thing that's going to keep you moving 
forward when shit gets hard, you're not going to wake up one day and have the whole mindset thing figured out. In fact, if this is the journey you're made to take, you're never going to have it totally figured out. Every day is going to bring you opportunities to grow and stretch your mindset. That's why it's called a growth mindset. Those who decide they no longer have to grow, they get stuck in a fixed mindset. And anyone can get stuck here, even if they've had a growth mindset in the past. But if you're new on this journey or you're starting over on this journey and your mindset is a little rusty, you can still get a jump on some simple strategies to get you started while you work on the mindset part. And the strategies are going to help you with the mindset piece too, because they're going to provide you with some evidence that this shit actually works, which is going to strengthen your mindset muscle. See, they work together. So we're going to start by creating a basic roadmap and a plan to get us started moving in the right direction. It's important to remember that this journey is going to evolve as you evolve. It's okay if the roadmap changes along the way. As you go through the mindset work, you're going to start to recognize pieces of the journey that you might not have recognized before. And your perspective around some of it might shift or change. That's the whole entire point. If pieces of the journey start to evolve as you go, that means you're doing it right. And that's why I decided to write a 30-day journal rather than a 90-day journal or a 12-month journal. It gives you a framework to follow and to commit to certain steps for 30 days, which gives you enough time to evaluate whether or not certain things are working without creating too much of a burden to feel like you have to commit to something for longer than you need to if it's not working. When you get to the end of the 30 days, you have an opportunity to reflect on everything and change the things that might not be working and double down on things that are. So the strategy starts with how to set and break down goals. As you visualize your dream life 10 years from now, think about what pieces could be reachable in the next 12 months. Think about one major milestone or one piece of that vision that you can reach in the next year that's going to set you on the path to fulfilling that dream life. And write this at the top of a fresh page in a notebook. Or if you're working in the journal, in the first section of the goal tracker. And then we're going to break it down even further. You have the one major piece that you feel like you can reach in the next 12 months. So then you want to come up with three smaller goals that you can hit in the next 30 days that are going to move you in the direction of hitting that 12-month goal. Write these three goals that you have for the next 30 days underneath the 12-month goal. For kind of a visual, the goal tracker in the journal is like 
a big box at the top of the page for your 12-month goal. And then underneath that are three smaller boxes lined up side by side across kind of the middle of the page for your three 30-day goals. So if you want to set the page in your notebook up the way that it is in the journal, that's kind of what it looks like. So write your 30-day goals underneath the 12-month goal, or if you have the journal, write them in the boxes of your goal tracker. Okay, so once you've decided on your 30-day goals, decide what tangible steps you're going to need to take and what habits you're going to need to implement either every day or every week that are going to get you to those goals by the end of the 30 days. Something that helps with this, if you think about the people you might know in your life who have already achieved these goals, you can even ask them, what are their daily habits? What kinds of things do they do every day that they feel like have helped them reach those goals? It's not always as obvious as you might expect. Let's say, for example, your 10-year dream life is to be able to travel extensively for long periods of time throughout the year. Maybe you want to own four houses in four different parts of the country or four different parts of the world, and you want to split your time between all of them. You want to take your parents on cool trips that maybe they've never experienced. You want to take your kids or your grandkids to be able to experience different cultures, enjoy cool places, go to Disney. As a side note, my kids are basically grown and we've still never been to Disney. Maybe you have a dream car you want to be driving. Maybe a dream boat you want to own. If this is what your dream life looks like, chances are you would probably need to be running a business that allows you to work whenever and wherever you want. So a 12-month goal might be to actually start your own business and be able to leave your nine to five within a year. And regardless of how big or elaborate your 10-year dream is, starting a business to enable you to leave a nine-to-five job seems to be a common goal that I hear pretty frequently anyway. So as I go through the examples, we're just going to go with that one. So if that's your 12-month goal, what are three things you can do in the next 30 days to move you in that direction. Well, if you haven't started a business, that's going to be a good first one. But let's say maybe over the past couple of years, you've let your physical health kind of go downhill a little. Maybe you've been eating a lot of fast food or ordering pizza or not getting in your workouts like you used to. So maybe you need to work on your fitness and nutrition. Because if you're going to be traveling the world in 10 years and enjoying all these beautiful places and experiences with your family, You want to be healthy enough to actually enjoy your life and to keep living your life. So while working on your physical health doesn't necessarily seem like an obvious 30-day goal to tie to your 12-month goal of running your own business, it very well might be. Because the other thing is running a business is physically and mentally exhausting So focusing on your physical and mental health is really important, 
so you can stay sharp and focused and effective and just get shit done. So your second 30-day goal might be related to your physical health. And I mentioned mental health too. And another thing is, if you're going to be working from your home, you have to be comfortable there. You have to love your space. If you look around your home and you don't love your space, maybe it's dated, maybe it's cluttered, maybe it just doesn't have good flow to it. If you don't love the space you're in, that's going to really affect your mental health. I talked about this a little bit on my last episode, but I'm going to talk about it a little more in depth in a later episode. But if your home doesn't feel peaceful to you, if you don't love the space that you're in, your mental health is going to suffer. So that could be your third goal for the next 30 days. Whether it's to clear out clutter in your home, maybe clean out and paint a room that you want to turn into an office one day. Maybe it's rearranging furniture so your home has a better flow or feels more peaceful. And I know I've given you three already, but I have one more that just came to me that I'm going to throw out here because I feel like it might be a super common one and one that might be good for you too. Maybe getting out of debt is a big part of your goal. And your 30-day goal right now might be to get your smallest balance credit card completely paid off as a first step. These are just ideas I'm throwing out so you can see that your goals can break down into pieces that might not seem specifically related, but they are. Does that make sense? Okay, so once you have your three 30-day goals, and in this example, those goals are to launch some sort of a business or a side gig, prioritize your physical health and fitness. I'm not going to say in this kind of goal that I want to lose 20 pounds, for example, because I don't want to get caught in the weeds here of making the number on the scale, the intention. I'm just going to say prioritize physical health and fitness. And then the third one would be to make my home a place I love being. So then underneath each of these goals, I want you to come up with very specific steps that you're going to need to take or habits you're going to need to start doing in order to actually hit those goals. So if you want to start a side business, your steps might be figure out what your side business is going to be or sign up for a course that's going to help you figure out what kind of side business might be best for you and to help you get started. Name your business, buy the domain name, set up an Instagram page, set up a simple one-page website to get you started, things like that. A habit might be to set aside 30 or 45 minutes a day to work on business-related things. Or set your alarm 15 minutes earlier every morning so you can spend a little time in the mornings working on your business. Things like that. For the physical health goal, habits might be drink a gallon of water every day, meal prep lunches to take to work, fit in a 45-minute workout three or four times a week, go on daily walks outside. And then for the goal around making your home a place that you love to be, Maybe your steps would be pick out a paint color for the office, actually paint the office, rearrange the furniture, clean out closets and donate things you no longer need. Habits could be 
make sure all the dishes are in the dishwasher before you go to bed every night and the counters are wiped down so you don't wake up to a mess every morning or to wipe off the bathroom counter every night and put away all your hair and makeup crap so it's not cluttering the counter. See where I'm going with all this? Okay, so we've got some steps and we've got some habits we want to implement. Now we're gonna decide which habits we want to track. And these will go on our habit tracker. But you can track them in a notebook too. If you're using a notebook, just pick five of the most crucial habits from your list, the ones you think are the most important or will move the needle the most, and write those five across the top of a clean page. And then down the side of the page, number the lines one through 30. We're going to make kind of a chart here. So let's say the five habits you choose to track are number one, set the alarm 15 minutes earlier and don't hit the snooze button. Number two, spend 30 minutes a day working on your business. Number three, drink a gallon of water every day. Number four, do a 45 minute workout four times a week. And number five, clean up the kitchen every night before bed. So every day you actually do the habit. At the end of the day, you can check off or color in the box that corresponds with the date or the day that you did it. And then at the end of every week and then at the end of the month, you can look at the chart and see your progress. Tracking habits like this gives you a visual reminder of what you've committed to. It gives you motivation to actually do the things that you've decided are important to your growth and to reaching your goals. Having this visible reminder that you look at and engage with every single day keeps these habits in your conscious awareness and having the ability to see the progress that you make throughout the week and the month motivates you to continue to implement the habits. Tracking your habits increases the likelihood that you will actually achieve your goals. As you consistently follow through on keeping the commitments that you make to yourself, you build confidence in yourself. And that confidence gives you the motivation to continue to work toward those goals. As you track your habits, you might find that you struggle more with some habits than with others. And if you notice that you struggle with a certain habit, you might need to break it down into smaller habits. For example, if one of the habits you have on your list is to go to the gym every morning, but you have a really hard time with that, try breaking it down into smaller habits like set out your gym clothes every night before you go to bed. Fill your water bottle and put it in the fridge every evening. Put your gym bag and shoes next to the front door every night. Give yourself permission to adjust as you go. Focus on progress, not perfection. And recognizing what isn't working is just as much progress as noticing what is. 
Tracking your habits also helps you feel like you have more control over your schedule and your routines. If you're intentional about making your habits a priority and working your day around them, your days are going to feel less chaotic and you'll find yourself in flow so much more easily. And this is going to give you clarity and confidence, and it's going to help you focus and increase your productivity. All right, like I said at the beginning of this episode, this is part one of a two-part series, and this was the strategy episode. And so the second episode is going to be the mindset episode, and that one's going to come out next Tuesday, which is February 21st. So for part two, um, hang tight until next Tuesday, and that will come out on February 21st. And that one's going to be all about the mindset behind all of these practices that we're talking about. And I'm going to get into the very specific um journal prompts and some of the things that you're going to be really digging into over the course of the 30 days. Okay, so I said I was going to give you an opportunity to get a free copy of the PDF printable version of my journal when it's released on February 25th. So if you're listening to this episode in real time, I'm offering this right now only for the month of February. So if it's after February of 2023, when you're listening to this, it might not be available anymore, but maybe it is. I don't know. You can always DM me and ask, but if you're listening to this and it's still February of 2023, this is how you can get a free copy of the PDF printable version of the journal. What you need to do is go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and leave me a review preferably five stars because obviously this podcast is awesome, but you have to actually write a review. Don't just click on the stars. After you write the review, screenshot it and send it to my DMs with your email address. And when the journal releases on February 25th, you will get a free printable copy in your email. And this is awesome because it's a 30-day journal. So you can print it and reprint it every single month, because obviously this isn't something you just do for 30 days and then never do again. The whole idea is to do it for 30 days, evaluate and reflect on everything, and then adjust and keep going for another 30 days and so on and so on. So again, write a review on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify, preferably accompanied by five stars, screenshot your review, send it to my DMs with your email address, and you can send it to my personal Instagram or the podcast Instagram. I check both and both are in the show notes. And when the journal is released on February 25th, I will email you a free copy. This isn't a drawing. It's not going to be just one person. Literally every single person who leaves me a review will get a free copy in their email on February 25th when it is released. Oh, and speaking of giveaways, I am still doing the drawing at the end of February. And last month at the end of January, I gave away an Amazon gift card. And for the month of February, 
the winner is going to get their choice of one of two books, either Wealth Habits by Candy Valentino or Two Weeks Notice by Amy Porterfield. And to get entered into this giveaway, screenshot the episode, share it in your stories, tag me, tag the podcast, and for this episode, include one new habit that you're going to start tracking for the next 30 days. And you'll get an entry in the drawing for every single episode you share so you can get multiple entries. And then at the end of the month, I'll draw a winner. And then whoever I draw, you're going to get to pick which book you want. Plus, you will get one of my journals, the actual physical journal, for free. Thanks for tuning in to the Strong Sassy Single Mom Podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, share it with a friend or take a screenshot and share it on Instagram and be sure to tag me so I can share you in my stories too. And if anything I talked about today really spoke to you, send me a DM. I'd love to hear from you. As always, it's been an honor to have this conversation with you today. And until next time, you got this.